0: Welcome to Getting Ready for Sunday, a podcast of First Lutheran Church. Each week I introduce the readings for the upcoming Sunday with some notes and explanation so you can be ready for worship when you arrive. I look at the Old Testament, Psalm, Epistle, and Gospel reading for the upcoming Sunday and offer a few notes and explanation. The Old Testament reading for Sunday, February 18th comes from Genesis chapter 22, Verses 1 through 18. After these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham! And he said, Here I am. He said, Take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him, and his son Isaac. And he cut the wood of the burnt offering and arose, and went to the place of which God had told him. On the third day Abraham lifted up his eyes, and saw the place from afar. Then Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey, and I and the boy will go over there and worship, and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering, and your offspring shall get, possess the gate of his enemies, and in your offspring shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. Here ends the reading. A reading begins with a weighty phrase. After these things, that helps us see that we're looking back, and a lot of has happened in Abraham's life. God came to Abraham in Genesis chapter twelve. He called him and gave him promises. He would make his name great. He would give him a land. He would make his, na- his uh, children uh, like the, the sand of the seashore, uh, that all nations would be blessed through him, that whoever blesses him would be blessed, and whoever curses him would be cursed. Lots of cool stuff. Abraham tested God's promises over and over again. He put himself in terrible situations. When there was a famine in the land, he goes down to Egypt and marries his wife off to another man who then gets in trouble with God and God uses it to enrich Abraham instead of getting Abraham killed. Crazy, right? Things like that happen over and over again. Um, He runs into conflicts with people and then God shows up and saves him. He uh, there's a, a Sodom and Gomorrah happen and God speaks with him and they go back and forth and God protects lot in this destruction. Um, one more time, Abraham marries off his wife to another man and uh, the man gets in trouble. But Abraham gets enriched instead of being killed. It's all sorts of crazy stuff happens. But the best part is that after all of the years of waiting God came through on his promise to give Abraham and Sarah a son named Isaac. And his birth is what is told right away in the chapter prior to this. The promise of the son comes, Isaac is there, he's ready to go, and then we get these words after these things. Now, we don't know how much time passed between the story of the birth of Isaac and what is happening in this story. Um, the Chapter 21 ends with, And Abraham sojourned amongst the Philistines many days, which is a great phrase that means a long time, but we don't know how long. Could have been a week, could have been uh, a couple of months, could have been several years. We don't know. There are some clues, though. Um, we have a suggestion that the uh, Isaac is old enough to carry a lot of wood uh, because Abraham gives Isaac the load of the wood to go up to the top of the mountain. And so it seems like it is likely that Isaac is a, a, like a teenager to be able to carry enough wood to be able to haul it up a mountain that they can do a burnt offering. So, God comes to Abraham after years, maybe of life with isaac and says sacrifice your one and only son now the abraham of many years ago would have freaked out at this request Um, the abraham who decided that god wouldn't protect him when he went down into egypt so he gave his wife as uh, uh to be the wife of someone else he didn't trust god's promises the Abraham who married off his wife again in a different place. The Abraham who, who hedged and tried to have a baby with his servant girl. That Abraham would have freaked out about this. But after years and years of God proving himself, of God coming through, it doesn't say anything. There's no question. It says, So Abraham rose early in the morning saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and his son, Isaac. So they take the burnt offering, <clears throat> the wood, and they bring Isaac and they go to the mountain and they leave the two young men behind and they go up to the top of the mountain. Um, and there they took take the wood of the burnt offering and he lays it on Isaac, his son, who carries it, and uh, Abraham gets the fire and the knife. And they go up together. Isaac has a worthy question. Here's the fire and the wood, but where's the lamb? Abraham says, God will h- provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So they go together. Uh, Isaac is, you know, confused, uh, as you would be too. We're going up to the top of a mountain to give a burnt offering, but we don't have an offering. Uh That's what you think, Isaac. Abraham knows what's going on. So they get to the place. Abraham builds an altar. And then it says, and he lays the wood down and it says, and he bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. We have to remember, Abraham is a very old man. He is likely about 100 years old at this time. And uh, Isaac... If he is old enough to carry a whole pile of wood up a mountain, means he is probably stronger than Abraham. Which means that either Abraham drugged his son or Isaac was bound willingly, carried the wood up willingly, got onto the altar willingly. So Abraham reaches out, takes the knife, and the angel goes, Stop! Don't kill him! I now know that you trust God. This interaction gives people some pause. God didn't really want his son Isaac to be killed. Why did God put Abraham through all of this? Isn't this kind of, well, a little abusive, almost? What we see here is is Abraham is finally displaying the trust that God's plan he's always good. In fact, what he trusts is that when Isaac goes to the sacrifice, that even should Isaac die, he will come back from the dead. And here, Abraham is expressing the kind of faith that says, no matter what God wants, God, uh, his promises will come true. And so, it's not just a test of faith, but it is a a place for Abraham to prove that he has learned from his life and experience of receiving God's promises and hearing it over and over and over again and actually seeing it come to fruition. And so what would they get then is a ram gets caught in its thicket, in in a thicket by the horns, and they offer that as a sacrifice. Now, we see in this an expression of Christ here. Abraham offers his son whom he loves, his one and only son, as a sacrifice, and God allows him to come out of it. But in Christ, we see a one and only son on whom the wood of a sacrifice was laid as he carried his cross up to the top of a different kind of hill outside of Jerusalem where he wasn't spared, where the Father gave up his one and only son. Abraham could offer Isaac because he was—he knew that God could raise someone from the dead. That's what it says in uh, Hebrews chapter 11. It says, By faith, when he was tested, uh, offered up Isaac, who had received the promise in the act of offering up his only son, of whom it was said, Through Isaac shall your offspring be named. He considered that God was able even to raise him from the dead. So Abraham, he knew that no matter what would happen, he would actually come down with his son Isaac because Isaac was the son of the promise. And similarly, Jesus could go to the cross and willingly die, just like Isaac willingly climbed up to the top of that, that altar and willingly die knowing that God would raise him from the dead to give him life so that we could have life too. And so now the angel says, in response to Abraham, By myself I have sworn, declares the Lord, because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you, and I will surely multiply your offspring as the stars of the heaven and as the sand that is on the seashore, and your offspring shall possess the gate of his enemies, and in your offspring shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. So here, God repeats the promise that he has given Abraham over and over again. I will multiply your offspring, stars of the heaven, sand of the seashore. Your offspring shall possess the gate of his enemies, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Same thing that God promised him in Genesis chapter 12. And so the Abraham is simply showing trust in the promises that God has already given him, trust in the promises that God has carried out and kept this whole time. And we see we can look at what God has done in Christ and have trust in the promises that God gives us, because we had a Savior who obeyed the voice of his Father and gave up his life and gave himself up, so that he could possess the gate of his enemy, death itself, roll the stone away over the tomb, and give us life that lasts forever. And because Jesus is raised, we know that we are raised too. That Jesus was the sacrifice for us, so that we can be like Isaac and not have to die forever. That's all we have for today. We'll see you on Sunday. Bye.